This podcast is sponsored by Bedfordshire Hot Tubs. Relaxing in a jacuzzi is the perfect way to keep calm and carry on. Hello and welcome back to Keep Calm and Carry On. How are you guys doing out there? Has it been a beautiful week? Are you enjoying the sunshine? I definitely am. And I'm really enjoying getting up doing my runs. I've done a record run this week. I've done 12 kilometres. And those of you that know me know I never used to be a big runner and I'm just loving it, especially in this heat. So what have you guys been up to? For me, it's been a fairly busy week. I've been at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, what an amazing show and night that was called the best of the west end and to be back on a stage with an actual live audience was oh just mind-blowing i think you might be able to hear the show on radio too in a couple of weeks time but i'll keep you posted with that so of course i'd like to welcome our wonderful sponsors who have sponsored our whole season they are so brilliant i'm sure many of you have seen me hanging out in my hot tub we are sponsored by the brilliant bedfordshire hot tubs you can find them on instagram at bh tubs um check them out because they're a lot of fun and if you're interested at all go and check out their website or give them a call they're in bedfordshire bedfordshire hot tubs and if you do call them up please quote Kerry on because they are going to donate to Acting for Others. And boy, do we know those charities need every penny at the moment. So yeah, go and check them out. You know, we all need a bit of glamour at the moment. We can't go away, we can't travel. So maybe bring a bit of bit of a hot tub to your garden. I can't tell you how brilliant it is. We've had so much fun. My kids love it, we love it. Anyway, enough about that. Up this week, I have a fantastic guest, great friend of mine, who's a phenomenal uh, singer. You, of course, will know her from the incredible band Steps, but I know her from hanging around in uh, theatre shows. We've done lots of concerts together, lots of singing, act, talking of singing. She's about to open in Singing in the Rain, so check her out. I cannot wait for you to listen to this chat. She's the most beautiful woman. Please welcome Faye Tozer. It is so lovely to have you on my podcast. I'm so excited to have you here because I, you know, I have I have talked to you about uh, various podcasts and I've seen you at various gigs and we've chatted and it's so lovely to actually get you on here and especially at the moment when everybody's not seeing people. So to see your lovely face and to hear you chat is going to be lovely. So welcome. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what? It's funny. Um, since we've all been in lockdown, since last year even, um, I've seen so much of you with so many of my friends as well. And it's really <laughs> nice watching everybody catch up and hearing all the, everyone's news as well. No, it's brilliant. And we did a gig, in fact, was it not this time last year before everything locked down? It was. Yeah. Yeah. There it, you go. it really was. It was one of the one of the last hurrahs. Yeah. <laughs> last with a real audience in the room. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, how's lockdown treating you? How I mean, you you homeschooling because you've got a yeah. little boy, haven't you? Yeah. So Benjamin, um, he's eleven, and um, I've got to say, um, his school have been absolutely brilliant. They were set up and ready because if his um age group, I think they were going to have to be in lockdown anyway for the first few weeks. So they've yes. been really prepared. We had a phone call from school teachers. Um, he's had little postcards through the post saying Aww. congratulations, well done in your science. You know, they've they've That's been really so prepared. I know not every school has been so um uh, it's been tricky for some because it was a rush job. 
Um, mm. But no, we've been really lucky. And Benjamin gets his head down, does it? And he actually tries to work through his classwork really quickly so he can have the afternoon off. <laughs> so he can do. Well, Love that's it. actually really good, I think. You know, and it's like, same with us, actually. We try and get it done in the morning so that we have the afternoon to everybody just do their thing. You know, yeah. if I'm teaching or if we want to go outside, at least if you get it done, then it's, you've kind of got the day. If you've got it looming over you all day, it's just... Yeah, I used to be terrible for that at school, though, because I think um, I was doing dance classes after school or music classes at the weekend and, you know, all things. And I can't I can always remember staying up really late to try and struggle to get homework in and stuff like that. But Benjamin's really good. He's got he's clued up and he's ready. Yeah, it's hard for I, I I was exactly the same. I remember being up until all hours because it was so important to me to go straight after school to my dance classes and then you had to do all your homework. You had to catch up later at night. Yeah. But, but I mean, how how have you as a family been been dealing with things? I mean, do you um, have you been doing anything? Have you been coaching or or getting online, or have you literally just been relaxing and being at home and being being a family? Well, um, Michael's still working. So um, a couple of I think well, it's nearly two years ago. Um, he started a new job. So on the other side of the house, we made Benjamin's playroom into an office. So Michael Brilliant. gets up and he kind of goes out to the other <laughs> side of the house, which is lovely because it means that we can be noisy where we are and just get on with yes. things. Um, but then um, back in set, no, it was um, just before lockdown. Um, Steps was supposed to be um, releasing our brand new album, What the Future Holds and we had to put all that on hold and so during the first lockdown we were just having a lovely time thinking nothing's going to happen but in the background we were doing lots of whatsapp conversations going when do we do it do we do it now what's going on do we put any teasers out and then trying to get things um sort of in the bag and get content um and then luckily in september we were able to release the album and get together because lockdown lifted for a bit yeah, we had um, uh, it was lovely because Lisa came over to from Dubai as well. We got another um video in the bag, which was amazing. It was actually um, it it was quite emotional being in the room with um all five of us again, uh, yeah. because of you know the 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 huge thing that this pandemic is. Um, mm. So we were all a little bit like lumps and throats and tears in the eyes yeah. when we saw each other and, you know, because safety precautions, you know, we did all our tests and what have you. And it was so amazing to hug each other, um, get yeah. loads of stuff in the bag and then back down into lockdown. So it's it's been quite, um, it's been an emotional roller coaster because you have those massive highs of being mm. able to work and then it all gets yes. taken away from you again. And then you have to deal with that void again and, you know, the after show blues, you know. So it's it's been an interesting ride. It's funny that, isn't it? You talk about, I talk about that a lot, you know, the highs and the lows. In a, in a I say a normal situation, I mean, there's nothing normal about what we do. But in a, when we are normally out and working and doing lots of different things, I mean, especially somebody like you that does... You know, you might go from doing an arena show to then literally the next day you go home and you're back to family life. And it's (laughs) then, you know, a couple of weeks later, you might go and do another concert or you might go and do a TV or whatever. And that kind of um, those highs and lows and that change is quite it's quite strange to deal with at the best of times. And I think you're exactly right. Lockdown has almost highlighted it because 
a bit like you, when things have opened up, I've gone and done the odd thing. In fact, I went to Dubai and I saw... Yeah, you went to <laughs> I've Dubai seen most you of you. You were at the Opera House, weren't you? For Christmas. Yeah, Christmas? aside from... Yeah, it was. Yeah. I can't believe it. I'm, I've pretty much seen the whole band at various, yeah. various points. <laughs> but I think it's been that that dramatic change of when those highs and lows and, and dealing with that has been has been difficult. And yeah. I think it's it's been difficult for a lot of people to suddenly not be able to do what they do, especially yeah. the arts. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I felt like, um, to start off with, um, it was quite nice. We were on holiday and we were spending mm. time with our families, you know, or in summer. the garden. And, <laughs> you know, because we've never had a whole summer off, you know, no. and uh, or I've never been, I've literally never been at home this long, even, you mm. know, as a child. Um, and... You know, that was quite an exciting novelty to start off with. But then I started really yearning um, to work and feeling really, really quite um, sad. And I wouldn't say depressed because I feel quite blessed that I don't I don't get you know I don't go that far I've always got like a light at the end of the tunnel. That's I think I get those Mm -hmm. genes from my dad. I'm quite an optimist. Um, But, um, you know, just really missing working because we are so blessed to have a job that we love. Um, and even though the challenges that it throws at us, um, I I really miss people as well. And, and the yes. banter that you have with, you know, like minded people love my family, mm. but they don't jump around and sing and dance <laughs> as much as I do. And I'm the kind of the skippy one of the family. And I miss people that like that, that I can skip around yeah. with, you know, and I do feel like you know you you um go into yourself a little bit and you have to find mm. you know where is your outlet how can you let go and it's such a big part of who you are isn't it i mean especially with the band and everything you are Faye from steps and you are Faye who does musicals and Faye who does concerts and it's a huge part of who you are so to suddenly not be doing that and not have the opportunity to do that i think that's yeah. been the biggest thing yeah. To not be able to facilitate something. And then I felt like a little bit sorry for myself, feeling like I was Cinderella and, and that um, nobody was appreciating my cleaning efforts at home as well. And if anyone trod on, on the uh, on the rug that I just, you know, uh, vaxxed and polished or whatever, you know, I was just like, that. nobody appreciate it. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? Nobody and I was like, oh, I shouldn't nobody be moved. doing this. This isn't my vocation, you know. It's funny, isn't it? It is funny. Yeah. It does make me chuckle. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll talk about, Um. we will talk about steps later but I I want to take I want to take it back for people that perhaps don't know where it began for you and and who I mean are you from a musical family did you were you inspired by your family or who 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 inspired you to start were you just that child that wanted to jump around and sing and dance well actually it was um, mum sent my sister off to dancing school um when she was three I think because we were both quite um energetic babies Mum, uh, mum was a, a working mum as well, and mum and dad are still together. They're doing fabulously, um, wow. but um, they, um, and mum wanted to, yeah, to keep us busy. Really, I think that's how it started. Mm. Um, and um, I started when I was three um, doing dance classes I wasn't really that interested I just wanted to jump around with my sister so mum took me away and then brought me back again when I was six Mm. and when I was six um, I loved it I just fell in love with the whole thing Uh, mum does uh, makes costumes dad does um, dad's very artistic he used to do um, set design and painting down at the local Amdram theatre so we all ended up doing Amdram when we were little as well so both me and my sister 
performed you know since we were little and then um I got into dance competitions with the dance school I was with which led on to singing and dancing which led mm. on to panto you know yeah. and it all just kind of escalated from there and mum put us into schools that um were very musical as well so both my sister and I played desk camp recorder and then we went on to oh. the violin and then I went to <laughs> saxophone and you know so it kind of escalated like that but um I knew um, from when I was little that that's what I wanted to do. And if I couldn't have done it professionally, I would have done it in an Amdram way or yeah. something in and around it. So, yeah, it was always going to be so there. That's so nice. That's so lovely that it was it was a family thing. You know, you just all were creative and, you know, did it all together, which is, is so great. So did you go on to then, after school, did you go on to train or what happened because you got steps was quite early, wasn't it? it? Came up quite quick. Yeah. So no. Well, we weren't as early as sort of some of the S Club Seven lot actually, because um, mm. I so I did my dance training as in like my ballet, tap, and modern and what have you after school, um, just yeah. at a local school called Angale School of Dance in Luton. Um, and at 16 a lot of my friends went off to stage school um, but mum really you know she wanted me to stay and do my A-levels just in case I couldn't mm-hmm. get that job because she knew how sort of precarious and you know how you can get one job and then never work again so she just yep. wanted to make sure that I had um, you know something to back up um, some you know something to fall back on mm. um, so um, I hated my A level years. I've got to say because I was so envious of you all were of ready, my friends. ready to go. Yeah, I just wanted to go off and work. And literally, um, I got my A level results um, whenever they were. And like three weeks later, I did an audition at Pineapple Studios and got a dancing job and went off to Denmark. <laughs> I was like right I'm ready I'm off Um, I'm going yeah see ya Um, so I did a couple of years um, uh, dancing and doing singing jobs and what have you Um, and then May the 7th 1997 um, it was the um, steps audition that um, I went for I was auditioning for musicals I was auditioning for dance groups I was auditioning to be a singer because I currently at that time had a job I was singing in the Windows restaurant of the Hilton um, at Park Lane in the uh, Windows restaurant upstairs on the 27th floor. <laughs> yeah. And we had oh to sing so quietly because um, the diners had to um, be able to hear their conversations. So <laughs> I was singing <laughs> Tina Turner really, really quietly. You know, amazing. As you do. You know. As you do. Um, and then, yeah, the Steps um, audition came about. And I was 20 when I auditioned for Steps and 21 when we wow. first released, I think. So, yeah. I remember it because um, Lee obviously went, to, we went to college together and yeah. Lee was auditioning while we were, I think he must have been in his third year. Uh, maybe I think, oh, or he just left. No, I'm sure he's just in his third year. But he, I remember yeah. the auditions happening. I remember the buzz about this new, you know, band and... And it, it's it, it's funny because I I, we, I think we've talked about this a lot, um, but if you know steps have been going for a brilliant Forever. amount of time, you go <laughs> well. It's amazing the things that you've done and uh, the journey that you guys have had, and it feels like we've all grown up together. And and yeah. I I think you said like in your audiences, you see people that came when they were in their twenties, and now you see them bringing their kids and their so it's a real kind of family experience and I think that's what's brilliant about you guys you're and you all have families now yourselves yeah so it's nice that it's kind of come full circle and you can still go out there and do it but it's 
it feels like a really nice kind of inclusion of everybody if it was that kind of band yeah it's um it's been 23 years already um and oh my obviously God. you know it's it's been well documented we've had our highs and our lows um uh, but the fact that we've survived and we're still going yeah you know is is pretty but amazing you are like a you are like a a family you know you've been together yeah. for that long yeah. it is like yeah. you have those that family dynamic yeah it's it's kind of no longer we're co- colleagues we are literally family um yeah. and you know whatever happens to one member affects us all you know um mm. and we're highly protective of um the band as well and what gets delivered yeah. and you know what's put out there um and more so than ever because I think we're really starting to enjoy it um from a creative point of view because when we were little um obviously we were very much pawns on the chessboard and we were you know given yeah. our roles and what we were supposed to do you know we were the faces of the product the packet you yes. know the package that was being put out there um and it's so amazing we've got brand new management that we've had since um uh, the reunion this time or after the hiatus <laughs> fascination they're absolutely amazing and it feels like they're partners with us yeah, um, yeah. rather than them dictating to us what we should do which is amazing um and yeah, just feel so blooming lucky that people are still interested and that we get a chance to go on tour and do arenas still. You know, I we, know, it's amazing, yeah, it's so great. Arenas, it's like we were down at the O2 in September doing some promo and just standing there in the middle, just thinking, you know, little old us, we're still here from that line dancing single back in 97 <laughs> do you know what I mean to this and it's, yeah. it's we're still here you would never have, have thought of this you know it could never oh, have it's been amazing <laughs> and you guys are all so great you know you're so open and you're so you know you you are so warm and so natural and I think that's why everybody is kind of taking ownership over you you know we all feel that you're part of us and you you know you 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 are very um, transparent about what you, you guys have been through, which is so lovely. I think it's, 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 if you're honest about it, I think people go, oh, amazing. We're with you. We get it. You know, you are human, you're normal. And it's great that you guys are, are going to be playing arenas again. I mean, it, I guess it has changed then over the years with, you know, you talk about managements and, I mean, do, creatively, you, I mean, you're all very different. Yeah. Do you, did you have creative kind of, uh, clashes like input or was it kind of a um an outside influence was it coming from producers um uh, initially it was very much um uh musically we were um given our roles um i think video wise um you know we always uh were allowed to have some sort of input um mm. nobody made us do anything that we didn't want to do um yeah I feel I feel really happy about that. You know, we never we were never forced into a corner, but um, things mm-hmm. were always organised. You know, and we just were there to go along with it. If you see what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in sort of in the in the later years or, or where we are now is is just you know it's we we've got all these groups and and yes all, we do clash actually very much so we've you know some have got bigger ideas than others uh, because of all of our um, mm. wealth of experience between us. Um, uh, from what we do outside of steps, you know, we all like to, you know, put everything on the table. Um, and we do, I think, have kind of a majority vote 
but sort yeah, of kind yeah. of gets us through because we are so different. Weird, yeah. But um, because we're different, we get so many amazing things put on the table. So I think it does yes. work in our favour, but it probably takes us quite a long, to get, long time to get to an answer or an end. Um, yeah, the but then that's kind of the brilliance on. of it. It's the brilliance <laughs> of it, though, isn't it? I mean, I talked to Brian a lot about this, and he says the same. You know, him and Roger clash like brothers. You know, they have complete... And he said back in the band days, they used yeah. to clash. The four of them were so different, but... Yeah then that's what brings out the brilliance, you know, because you have got different opinions from everybody. And it's the same if you go into a, a to a show. There's so many different opinions and so yeah. many different people and pe- like roles to play. But that's what creates the brilliance, I think. Um, how did you... I want to go on to your theatre and concert stuff in a, in, a, in, a, in a bit, but how did you... Um, how did you balance having a family and, you know, being in a hugely successful band that took you all over the world and toured and you know how did you balance that because I find it difficult with just with doing what I do and to you do it as well and on a bigger scale you know how how is that well probably exactly the same as you to be honest because I do feel like you know it doesn't matter where you are if you're in the entertainment industry and you're trying to have a family and keep a family together or raise children you know we've all got the same challenges um yeah. I think um I also <laughs> I decided to move up north at the time as well you know um so I met my uh now husband in 2007 and um we decided that we did want children or oh, my t- my clock was ticking I was like ah, right should we have some children now um <laughs> So should we um, do that? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm ready. How do you feel? Um, so um, I was um, doing a lot of theatre shows and pantos and things like that. That's what was t- um, I was mainly doing. Um, steps weren't around um, at the time. Um, we were in a gap. We were we were on a break. <laughs> on a break. We were on a break. <laughs> and um, so when I was pregnant, I was actually doing um, Eva Cassidy over the rainbow touring show. Mm. Um, and I got away with um, being about five months pregnant, I think. Um, so I was wearing big jumpers on stage. It was great. Then I went on to Panto. I was in Peterborough and I played um, Slave of the Ring. And I was like oh, a f- no. fat fairy jumping around. Um, <laughs> and I can remember, you know, just before I'd go on to sing, what was it? Um, something from... Um, Oh God! Soaring, we're flying. Da, na, 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 na. Yeah, from uh, what was it from? Oh, doesn't matter. Um, anyway, I, <laughs> I can remember like standing, you know, in the wings, ready to go on, and I could feel my bump moving around like moving this. Around. And then I had to sing "Popular" from Wicked as I got to the front. <laughs> was going all over the it was the high school musical thank you high school musical (laughs) thank you martin thank you martin um so yeah my bump would be moving all the pace i was like a fat fairy just going on to sing popular from wicked with this white wig on i mean what we do it's just crazy and then it makes me laugh yeah and then in the january i moved up north um and benjamin came along and i took a year out um because it was such a big thing for me to be able to be pregnant and actually have a healthy child. Um, so I, I decided to take a year out um, and obviously bond and be mum and figure out yes. what that was, which was amazing. And then I started working again, doing touring shows um, a year later. So, yeah, you know, you have to like rely on your family. 
You do, um, yeah. So it, is that how you work it now? Because it, you still work all the time. Yeah. You? And he's he's still he's still at school, isn't he? That I mean, that's tricky. School is a game changer, isn't it? Because yeah. suddenly you can't take them with you. No, because <laughs> um, Benjamin always, you know, you put him in his car seat and then he'd get shoved underneath the dressing room table and I'd have a nanny table, with yeah. me. Uh, yeah. when I when I did my first yeah when, when I back on went back on the road for the first time I'd hire a nanny we had a, a friend who who was our nanny and you know staying in digs or hotel rooms and then Benjamin yeah. would just get carried around first funny, isn't it? steps tour uh back on the road was um 2011 I think and so yeah. Benjamin came on tour with us then I think he was the only <laughs> little one um, and he'd um, go on the tour bus and it was a magic bus because he'd go to sleep in one place and wake up in another. <laughs> oh, oh, oh when how they're brilliant. Little. How great though, when yeah. they they can have those experiences with you. I mean, not that they're aware of it really, but yeah. to have those, and for you as well, to, to not have to stop. Um, you can continue doing what you love, but you don't have to be away from your child, which is, it's, it's quite a privilege in one sense, yeah. but it's, it's, a, it's amazing for both of you so that you can, and I think, you know, happy mummy, happy baby. It's, yeah. it's cliche, but it's so true. Um, and luckily, um, Michael, my husband, was um, okay with me taking him with me. <laughs> like, I'm going, well, that, but he's that's coming another, with me. Well, there's, that's another thing, isn't it? Because you, you can't be separated, especially if you're feeding and yeah. various things. You And that bond, you, you can't be separated. So it, it's almost quite tough on the dad. I did the same thing. And yeah. They they have to really deal with it, which is is hard for them, I think. Yeah, um, but then I think as Benjamin got older, um, I knew that I had to. There were bigger contracts that happened. I I'll, um I think mm. I went into singing in the rain, and that was being away from home, um, for like a couple of weeks, um, together, and I wouldn't see Benjamin for, and that that was really heart wrenching to start off with. I yeah. felt so guilty um for being away from him but it actually in hindsight enabled uh, Michael to bond with Benjamin closer yes. where I'd, I'd probably kind of stolen him for myself before um yeah, yeah. and um and that's when um my mother-in-law Nana um she really really um helped out and would do drop-offs and pickups um from nursery mm. or school when Michael was away working as well she's been a godsend yeah. for us and um yeah I really couldn't have done it without her because obviously my family is down south um yeah. so um yeah Nana really has picked up and just been there for us enabled me to work so good isn't it it's so good um is he have you did did you guys take them on tour or bring them on stage at one point when you all had kids? Did you all bring them on stage yeah, in one tour? We so. did. It was um, was it our last tour? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was our last tour, which was the party on the dance floor tour, and I think it's the first time we've had all the kids and all the grown ups um, and the partners um, all together in one venue, um, oh. like ever probably um because we all visit each other separately you know when times allow yeah. or go and support each Course, other but yeah. um yeah there were husbands and children and wives wow. and partners <laughs> um and I, I found a really cute photo the other day actually of all the kids climbing over the chairs in sound check and all oh. the dads kind of like looking sheepish together <laughs> brilliant but yeah and, and we, how was that was he is he all kind of aware of of uh, uh, I guess of the magnitude of steps I guess or, or what you what mummy does of what you know does he I think does he kind of get it yeah I think all our children are quite different so um Charlie and Daisy who's Claire's uh, uh, um Charlie's the oldest then it goes 
Oh, what is it? Charlie? Then we've got Jaden, <laughs> who's Lisa's boy. Then I think it's oh, Benjamin. He's lovely. I met oh, them out in Dubai. They're both great. Yeah. And then we've got um, uh, Daisy, who's Claire's. Then um, Star, who's Lisa's. And then we've got That's the it. two. Star, yeah. Then we've got the twins. Um, so they're all completely, the they kind yeah. of all descend in age. And um, Charlie and Daisy were quite confident and quite happy to sing on stage. Um, yeah. Lisa's kids who you know are full-time performing arts students and yeah, are absolutely yeah. brilliant and you know that's what they'll probably go in to do um yeah. loved it and um beautifully beautiful singing um yeah. H's twins were like eating the microphone because they were only little oh, babies yeah, which babies. was just gorgeous yeah. and then I think <laughs> Benjamin was quite aware that he was in front of people and he yeah. didn't shut down but he was kind of um, a little bit taken back he, he's he's not yeah. going to be a stagey kid you know I started off you know with trying to take him to dance <laughs> classes he started off doing a bit of ballet and tap and then he was just like no this girl's no. part too scary <laughs> so you know you know you know each to oh, their own um but so I think yeah we caught them just at the right age before yeah. they were completely um <laughs> embarrassed by the whole affair yeah um, so it was and do they really do, does he come and watch and does he come and see your shows and what you're, you're doing yeah he's seen every single show that I've been in um and oh. you know both Michael and Benjamin are really proud but um maybe not into what I do but <laughs> they're, they're dead <laughs> proud of me you know <laughs> oh it's lovely it's lovely so I want to talk about um I would talk about your kind of shows and musicals and and kind of you've done lots of, of amazing performances when was the first um when was the first show that you did like after steps had been established and what was the first musical was it tell me on a sunday yeah it was so um steps disbanded um initially in 2001 i think it was um and so i had a couple of years trying to go oh my god what am i doing who am i mm. what yeah. what do i do next um and before steps happened i was auditioning for musicals um, so I actually um, went on the road, did a lot of songwriting for my own personal album because I thought that was the way forward. Um, yeah. I went to L.A. Um, for a couple of months as well. I was songwriting out there, got loads of demos down, came back and I was just I didn't have the right management. I still didn't know who I was or what I was supposed to be mm -hmm. doing. Um, and then uh, I got a phone call from Bill Kenwright saying, do you want to come in an audition? Um, and I auditioned for Tell Me on a Sunday and I did a horrendous job. Um, <laughs> I was scared out of my mind. It was literally, you know, upstairs yeah. in his room, upstairs with his yes, piano. He's like that, hello. Do you know that you room. come in, you're oh. like that, hello, oh my God. Yeah, um, it's not scary at all. No. So um, so that was um, horrendous. Um, and they kind of said, oh, do you know what? Um, maybe you need a little bit of time. And I was like that. No, 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 no. That was just really bad at auditioning. Um, get yeah. me in again. I need to get my head around this. Um, and luckily they took me on again and I, I went for a second round um, and then ended up going on tour with Tell Me On Sunday in 2004. Um, and that was my introduction to musical theatre. It's like, you know, it's a one woman show as well. I mean, it's head first. Big, <laughs> yeah, that's massive. And it's all you. It's all you. I yeah. mean, that's, talk about uh, launching yourself in. Uh, how did that feel? Because suddenly, you know, you're a household name. Everybody knows who you are. They know, you know, that you sing and they, they've seen you on stage. But then suddenly you're, like you say, you're doing a musical on your own, not with the band, 
not uh, not with that kind of umbrella of of the branding yeah how was that how did that feel did you feel the pressure to deliver so I actually um really enjoyed it um the so I because of my Amdram stuff that I did when I was little um and every school production or whatever um you know I really really love acting and I, I actually did my first straight play when I was 12 um and it was something that I really wanted to pursue so I, mm. I wasn't worried about the acting side of it I was more concerned about um reviews and how I would be seen yes. because the thing is you're only as good as your um director um I yeah. think to a certain degree because they're giving you the guidance of what you're supposed to deliver and of course you yeah. know um you, you absolutely have to give your quality the best thing that you can do on stage um and if they think you're good enough to do the role hopefully you are <laughs> yeah um, yeah but no, yeah. um I think I there's was a lot more... of factors yeah yeah there really are um and you can be an absolute superstar and somebody might not like you anyway because of their yeah. preconceived ideas about you or they think yeah. you're the wrong person for the role or they think you're too tall too short too fat too yeah, thin like yeah. you know like everything um so um I was nervous to do it but I think it was um an easier entry into musical theatre because I wasn't surrounded by people who've been doing it for years and it's like I could do my own version of it um yeah, and I think I was I think I was more nervous the second musical that I went into because there were so many people that went to stage school and they've been doing musical theatre forever <laughs> and this is what they lived and they were all so loud and you know fabulous <laughs> and I was like oh my god you know fish out of water I feel like a real yeah. you know pop person who's going to be judged and I kind of felt a little bit pinned to the wall um so tell me on a Sunday I thought it was a really nice introduction but I'd love to go back and do it now knowing what I know yeah, knowing what I know and having the vocal experience, yeah, yeah, I'd love to go back and be able to, you know, do a, a, a an updated version. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> one of those shows. But then I feel that like that about a lot of shows where the, you know, you're at the time you're just feeling it out. You, you know, you're you're just seeing what's happening, and then it's like you come out of it and go. Oh, I get it now. I get, I get it. Yeah. Or you, or you experience yeah. some of those things, right. or you oh, live. I could have done that. Yeah, now. you yeah, live yeah, some yeah. of those things, or you do another job and experience something else and go, ah, oh, I could have done that. But you know, that yeah. I guess that's that's showbiz and that's life, isn't it? Nature and, of it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, and then yeah, I, I kind of was having a little nose, and I, I mean, I know a lot of things that you had done, but just some of the other musicals like Over the Over the Rainbow that you spoke about, the Ava Cassidy, Me and My Girl, and obviously lots of pantos. And then more recently you did Jamie. Um yeah. how was that? Because that's that's a really different style music musical. Um and again, you know, the steps have come like you you'd had more success with steps. Again, again your profile was massive and then to go into a quite a big um new musical as well. Did was that any different or were you just did you just feel like you're juggling these two kind of, uh, you know, different styles kind of thing? So um, Jamie kind of came off the back of Strictly, actually. Um, I wanted to, because Steps had done brilliantly um, with our new album, then I went into Strictly um, and I just kind of, I'd like, I like to do a bit of Steps, a little bit of something yeah, else, the and variety. then do a little bit of treading the boards yeah. because... Um, I've got to say, you know, my heart and my soul is very much in theatre. Yeah. Um, it's it's where I feel most job satisfaction. Yes. Because I, I love the graft of yeah. it. 
I love the eight shows a week. I like challenging myself personally. Yep. Um, I like the whole getting ready in front of the mirror and the camaraderie yeah. of your um, colleagues on stage yeah. and learning from other people. And I I just love it as an art um, form. It's it's just, it, you know, I love getting my teeth into it. So it was really, really exciting um, after Strictly had finished that we got phone calls saying, do you want to come and um, audition for Jamie? So I was like, oh, um, I've heard about it. Um, I need to um, have a little read into this and figure out what's going on because it was quite a new musical yeah, at the time. Yeah. And um, I went to watch a performance of it and it was actually Hayley Tamadin yes. doing um, Miss Hedge. Another Lane's girl, another in. girl I went to college with. Yeah, <laughs> you see, Hayley. So um, I went in and it just blew me away. It wasn't what I was expecting at all. It was very much um, a pop sounding musical. Yeah. Um, the songs are amazing, but I think I fell in love with the message yes. and how relevant it was and what a big conversation it was mm. um, for our generation. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, opened up so many conversations, as I say, um, and also coming you know, from a very sort of colourful um, pop band as that we are, you know, we're very much ally, um, allies for the LGBTQ yes. community, etc. You know, it was, I just felt like, you know, I could have a place in this yeah. and I may be able to, you know, open doors and talk about this subject as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and it kind of, I felt like it would fit with who I am and also steps and also, you know, have fun with doing a northern accent on stage, yeah. you know. That's hard. That was fun <laughs> because people haven't really seen me do sort of that sort of side yeah. of things um, in the West End anyway. Um, and, yeah, it was it was quite interesting because usually I would have, um, because it's a cameo role, it's not a huge role. Yeah. And I, I probably wasn't used to sitting in my dressing as room much. as much. <laughs> which is another challenge but, actually isn't it it's another yeah it's it being really it's being ready it, it, and also <laughs> keeping that energy up you know because when you do go backstage it does take you a minute and then you start to switch off and then you've got to be up and you've got to be 100 miles an hour again and that's that is a challenge yeah. Yeah, it really is. And also not getting distracted as well by the lovely things that happen <laughs> backstage and the lovely people and, you know, just finding the, yeah, finding that balance. It is. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> the social. Um, yeah. You know, social media as well and mucking around and taking photos and having a little disco on the first floor with the rest of them, you know. Oh, God. And it's like, there's your call. But so much fun. Um, and yeah, it was great to get my teeth into it. I absolutely loved it. And I think the amazing thing with Jamie as well is the message that you're um, sending out on stage through the story yeah. um, was actually very... Um, it was it was the same thing backstage. We had a real, you know, plethora of different types of people backstage yeah. and um, amazing characters and... and, and you know, incredible um, personalities and everyone was so inclusive and it was a, just a really beautiful place to be. And oh, I would lovely. go back there in a heartbeat. I really would. They're, they're an oh. amazing group of people. It was just, oh. it was a wonderful experience. That's so nice to hear. I mean, those jobs are almost quite rare, you know. Well, they say they're quite rare. They're yeah. not, but there are, there are jobs that just suddenly you have a, a collective group of people that, are just special and everything just 
you know, aligns and, and they're, they're really yeah. poignant. In fact, it's what I miss the most, I think, at the moment about the lockdown is not having that community, not having that, yeah. you know, that camaraderie, that those that laugh that you all have. And, and it's, it's that so energy. much fun. The energy, it's, yeah. It's, um, yeah, Leighton Williams was actually um, uh, Jamie when I was on there. And um, he's, he's like, he's a massive triple threat. You know, mm. he's got the acting, he's got the voice, he's got yeah. that incredible dance ability. Yeah. And yet he was so inclusive, you know, and I just thought, oh, you know, he could be like a little bit of a scary young and you come in and he's too big for... Yeah you know, his boots are larger than life or what have you. But, you know, everyone was so like, oh, come here, come here. Oh, you know, in, in, you know, joining everyone in the conversation and in, in warm up, you're just having a laugh and yeah. everyone's mucking around. I really miss warm up. I miss warm up. Isn't that weird? Because, the, yeah, but that's the, uh, I, who was I talking to the other day? Oh, uh, Tamsin Althwaite, we were talking about, you know, yes. in the beginning of your career, you you say to people, what's your favourite bit? And you're like, on stage, open night, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah, as you the get applause. older, you're like, I love the rehearsal room. I love the backstage. I love the warm Because it's all about the people, you know, and, and they are yeah, special times. Because really also then you, what you do have on stage is very special. It's very unique. Yeah. You come together. It's all everybody kind of clicks into action and it's all very and the sparkle in oh, everyone's eyes amazing. when you're delivering a line or the, you know there's something slightly different that night yeah. you know or you know something's been going on or there's something that you know that's been going on backstage and I love that I about do. live theatre because it's never the same no. and there's always some little something and it really keeps you on the toes it, it that just that energy is magical it does people say you know do you get bored doing the same thing eight times a week but at, you're exactly right it's always different there's a cover on there's something going on that the audience yeah. is different. Something's happened back. Or a light goes out, or the oh, sound, or yeah, or you something. can't get costume on. Yeah, or... it's, it's never <laughs> the same. The ironically, um, mm. I love that. I just, I mean, it's just, it's great to just talk about theatre. If I'm honest, it, it, especially it? at the moment. Um, to, I mean, so I love that you do lots of different things, and exactly, you said you know you enjoy the variety and strictly how was Strictly because I, I've talked we've had various people on the show that have been involved in it and all had brilliant times um I I also had Robin Robin Windsor's on this season as well and, and he was yeah. just a joy oh. and talking to him about <laughs> it was really interesting to talk to him about the other side of it because obviously so the celebrities come in and they have an experience and it's something very different and then they they go and they might carry on dancing or it might just take it for what it what it was and I said it's your life it's what you do you know how how is that for you do you go through the same highs and lows that the celebrities do and he was like absolutely how was Strictly for you I mean I've talked to various people that have been in the like in the arts going into Strictly which I think is a very different thing to somebody like that's um, a politician or a newsreader that doesn't have that kind of you know you get in in theater you get thrown into a company you go in you you bear your soul and then you get ripped apart and you go on and you do something else and you get used to that kind of like we were talking about at the beginning those highs and those lows it's it's a difficult thing to deal with and I think it's heightened on something like Strictly because it's an incredibly intense uh exciting um adventure that then can be turned off very quickly as soon as you go you know you leave the program how was it for you I mean did you take did you use it as like another job another experience and just got stuck in I mean you were brilliant (laughs) obviously (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) um well it was quite interesting because um I wanted to do Strictly and we've been knocking on the door 
you know, for like 10 years, literally 10 years, going, hi, do you fancy popping my name in the No, okay. You know, the amount of casting agents that we've taken to Steps concerts to try and go, hi, I exist. Yeah. Do you fancy? Anyway, so just randomly, um, and we weren't expecting it, we got the phone call saying, you know, would, would Faye like to put a name in the mix? And I literally nearly fell down, <laughs> going, oh my God, really, is it my time? And then you have to do an audition. And then I did my audition with them, Ali Ash, funnily Aww. enough. And um, then Jeanette came into the room and they were just gorgeous. Um, and I thought, okay, I think I did all right. But did I do too well? Because they don't like people who can actually dance, dance you know, because yeah. that can be a, like a rift. Yeah. Um, and then I had to wait three months <gasps> until I heard back. Three months? I was like, oh, yeah. And I just thought, oh, well, that's gone away. Okay, never mind. And then I was on holiday in Portugal with the family. Got a phone call from my agent who was a, on a yacht in the middle of the her. ocean. I mean, how camp is that? <laughs> Go, darling, darling, listen. I think we're in the wrong business. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I know, definitely. Um, so um, she told me, and I literally broke down in tears in the middle of the street because oh, I was so happy yeah. and I couldn't believe it was actually happening. Um, so it was all a bit of a whirlwind. Um, and to actually be on the tent, I can remember watching myself back on the fir first episode. And I'm like, that, oh, I can't believe I'm here. I'm like, oh, God, cringe, get off. Um, but it was it was absolutely amazing. Um, and I wanted to get the dance experience mm. um, out of it. I wanted to be able to dance every day mm. because... It's just, I get a real buzz from dancing. I do, from skipping around. Yeah. That's, that's I, I just really do. Um, So I wanted to do the best that I absolutely could and put my whole, you know, body and yeah. soul into the whole affair. And um, I just really, really didn't realise how hard it was going to be. Yeah. And the pressure, the mental pressure, the physical pressure. Mm. I thought, oh, I can do this. I've done shows before. Yeah, it's going to be fine. But actually, yeah, I, I had no idea. And it was literally um, swimming against the tide yes. every week. Um, and I think the pressure that I put on myself um, and because I didn't think my personality was big enough mm. compared to the rest of the other contestants, I didn't know where, you know, my place was yeah, there. Yeah. Um and yeah, we got scored brilliant. I mean, Giovanni was amazing. His choreography is just so clever. His storytelling, he manages to hide all your flaws <laughs> and like highlight all your That's good what bits. That's it's about, isn't you it? Know, absolutely. And it's very much down to your partnership on how you mm. go. But I didn't realise, you know, what um, a popularity contest it was as well, because you literally didn't know if the, the public were going to vote for you or not. Yeah. You have no idea. So that panic that sets in yeah. every Saturday night. It's very difficult, oh, isn't it? Oh my God, it was horrendous. It is loaded. Yeah. It's loaded with so many elements and levels. Yeah. and but, but I've got to say, um, one massive thing that I did take away from it um, was... Um, it was an amazing experience. I'm so proud of myself that I got through mm -hmm. it. And I, you know, thank you to everybody who voted because I, I, you know, obviously they took me right till the end. But I just feel really proud that I achieved something as sort of an over 40s yeah. girl with a family who let me go off and do that. Yeah. Um, and that I now feel better about myself, that I can just be me yeah, a bit yeah. more. Um, and that I can challenge myself and whatever you really put your mind to, you really can yeah, do. Absolutely. You know, 
and and that life doesn't stop just you know after 40 <laughs> thank god you know, there's so many things you can do i know don't you think that it just starts though i really do feel like i've got so many things that i want to achieve now. yeah it's it's a really good place to be it's a good mindset to be it in. is a good mind i mean i think you i don't know if it's just you say it in whatever time you know you're in because i remember everyone said oh yeah it starts at 30 and then everything happens but 40 I definitely think there's a there is a switch and I don't know it's just because you've you've done lots of things you know you've experienced lots of things and I think you get to a point and you think well I'm okay with being me I think that's my biggest exactly what you've just said you know I'm like I'm okay with who I am now and that that's enough for me I'm I don't need to strive to be somebody else and and then the excitement of what you want to do is is great too I think you have a different driving force which is which is great. I think also it's it's like I've also um I know what I can do and I know what I really can't yeah. do, but I know what I'm prepared to challenge myself mm. to see if I can yeah. do. And I think that that's where it is. I think before I kind of I would be so self-critical and go, oh no, 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 I'm not good enough to do that. I probably should skip on that one. But it's actually going, do you know what? I might be able to do that. Yeah, yeah go on. Let's then. have a go. Let's try it. Yeah. Let's have a go. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, I have a couple of things before I let you go, because I could talk to you for ages. But you know, we only have <laughs> 50 minutes. Um I know I was gonna um, say <laughs> the have you had like a um a, a really tough point that's been kind of low to deal with? Um, that kind of stands out more than the rest and if so how did you how was it and how did you deal with it how did you get out of it um I've had lots of um low points actually um and you know within the band when we've had our difficulties or when we've been you know in between uh the band doing really well and then nothing happening and and those sort of things um and also with work I think um you know when steps wasn't around and you know there was a gap of what three or four months when no auditions came Mm. in as well and you suddenly have that panic that you're not going to work again or is it all dried up are you are, are you done um and um, I think at the time, um, I probably didn't cope very well, sort of, you know, when I was younger. Um, but I think um, I'm lucky because I surround myself um, with people that are good mm. and um, and kind to yeah. me or, or appreciate. But I think that the, the main thing is or the, the way that I probably coped is just to get back up on that horse. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a job, you make a job for yourself. You get yourself to be busy. Absolutely. You know, um, I, I've um, I've been in a place where, you know, I say, yeah, three or four months down the line and there wasn't an audition. So I was like, right, okay, I'm going to get myself some backing tracks together and I'm going to start auditioning for cruises. I'm going to um, go and see where the late, latest um, gig mm. is. I ended up actually doing um, depping um, as a vocalist for um, different bands and doing um, gigs like at the Sage when they had like a British Airways party yeah. on or whatever. And, that, you know, and that was in between steps times, mm. you know, and, and I think being in a pop band as well you kind of think oh I can't do a normal job anymore well there are jobs that we can do Mm. I also um uh reached out and I just tried to figure out if I can't do this what do I do so I'd have like a little bit of a a dip and you are allowed to have a dip Mm. and you are allowed to feel sorry for yourself and you are allowed to have that low because then once you've hit the bottom you go yeah what do I do Mm -hmm. now 
pull your socks up and get on with it. I think the biggest thing is just staying active, write it all down, figure out what you can do because you are not just one thing. You can be anything and whatever you put your mind to. That's so good. And I think a lot of, you know, especially I know a lot of um, students listen to this that that, that are graduating or the train at the moment and they'll love hearing that from you because I I say the same thing. You've got to be resilient, but you've got... you've got to keep your mind open and and it's not always about waiting for the phone to ring it's about creating opportunity oh, for God, yourself no. it's about being open to something new or trying or to facilitate something so to hear that you know you've done that too i think people will, will love that um i guess at the other end of the spectrum is there a moment that's been like higher than the rest that's just you go on oh, well that was it that i've that was a moment that was incredible Again, there's probably loads. Yeah, I feel so blessed because I've been high as a kite, you know, working because it's just such a buzz. I think um, when we came back to um, do our first reunion tour and I think we were, it was our opening, was it our opening night? And I can remember all of us were like down in these pods (laughs) underneath the stage, ready to go up. And I can remember everyone going, oh my God, I'm too old for this. Oh my God, we could hear each other in our little um, mics in our ears as well. And we were just laughing. And as we went up in our pods, you know, striking the poses, ready to be pushed up in our lifts or whatever, and just feeling the physical rush of air as the crowd screamed like the adrenaline rush was just um you can't describe it it's almost like going on a fun fair ride do you know what I mean when you get like (laughs) thrown around it was it was just and I've got to say I do um I do thrive off um adrenaline that I get on stage and I think that's what I really miss Uh, now but you know We've been blessed with a Brit Award, but, you know, even the smallest things can bring the biggest joy. You know, having um, a letter or a social media post saying, um, I came out because of you guys, because you let me be who I was or made me feel that it's okay just to be Mm -hmm. me. Things like that, you know, are so important because... You know, um, I remember we went on tour with the Venger Boys and they said, well, it ain't easy being cheesy, but, you know, How we brilliant. do have to deliver. How brilliant you know, is that? Isn't it just? That. And actually, they they gave us um, a present because they were, they were our support act on that tour. They gave us a massive lump of Edam with like a, a cheese grater. Great. Brilliant. I love those guys so oh. much. And because they're all parents now as well, or, or, you know, in older stages of their life, we were it was just brilliant hanging out with them. They were fab. But, you know, it's really hard to keep that um energy up and the fact that we you know if we can still make a few people happy sod the critics sod sod the music snobs you know we're doing a great job and we're really proud of that and so yeah putting our little stamp there and keeping us going and yeah we're really lucky now i can't let faye go without asking her my final question if you could look back on your 20 year old self and give yourself a piece of advice that you've been given or you would give yourself what would it be of how to keep calm and carry on i probably would have to say don't take life so seriously don't be so hard on yourself um open your eyes enjoy what you're doing and yeah, take take your journey with open arms um, because there are so many amazing opportunities and so many amazing people out there. Don't uh, harp onto the tough things and the hard things. Just, yeah, relax a little bit more and enjoy it. 
Oh, Faye, it's gorgeous. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun to talk to you. And I can't wait oh. to, to see you on another gig. I'm sure we'll be doing something together soon. And I can't <laughs> wait. I can't oh. wait. You're a joy. You're gorgeous. And thank you so much. And all the best. Oh, no, just an absolute pleasure to see you again. Um, so much love. Love what you do. Lovely seeing you all, all, everything that you do online. And I can't oh. wait to see you in person again. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you soon. Well, that's it for another week. Oh, these chats just fly by. I can't believe we're well into season four by now. I'm going to have to crack on with season five, I think. Um, thank you so much to Faye for coming on the show today. It was so lovely to chat to you. I just adore you and I can't come, wait to come and see you in the show. I think Singing in the Rain has to be one of my favourite shows. It's so wonderful. So guys, go check it out. Also, a big thank you to our sponsors, Bedfordshire Hot Tubs, for sponsoring our whole season. Thank you so, so much. Don't forget to check them out at bhtubs.co.uk. Also, thank you to my lovely producer, Martin, for doing such a wonderful job. You're so brilliant. I adore you. Um, and thank you to you, the listeners. I wouldn't be here without you. Please hit subscribe and also leave us a, a little message if you're enjoying the show. Tell your friends and family. And if there are any episodes you haven't listened to, just hit subscribe and you can check them all out. There are three other seasons to listen to. So have a listen. We've got some amazing guests on there. Um, whatever you're doing, have a wonderful week. And I am heading off on a cruise ship for a couple of days. This is not so glamorous. I'm going from Tilbury to, Man to Newcastle. <laughs> but it's going to be a lot of fun. Also, at the end of this week on Friday, I am going to be in Harpenton Manor House for two shows at 2.30 and 7.30. All the links will be on my website um, and on my Instagram. Uh, it's a beautiful manor house where you can come, you can have drinks on the garden, and then I'll sing for you for a couple of hours. It's a lovely afternoon out, so if you're around on Friday, come and hang out with us in Harpenton. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.